0: Views, your news, your
1: Limerick today. Limerick today Today with Joe Nash.
0: Now there is exciting news on the women's rugby front emanating from Bruff, which has always been a rugby stronghold as followers of Live 95 Sport will know very well um, and the public relations officer at Bruff RFC, Anna Leonard who you also know well here from Live 95 and what well, she's done with us on The Breakfast Show with Mark during the summer and you've seen her on our socials, she's done lots with us. Uh, Anna it's great to see you in a different context. How are you?
1: <laughs> Good morning Joe, I'm great, how are you?
0: So have you always loved the sport yourself?
1: Yes, I mean coming from a personal perspective, I grew up in a rugby family but I suppose I came from a family of three, uh, myself and two sisters, there was three girls so we never really thought we'd have the opportunity to play rugby like the rest of my family have gone before me and it's just so incredible to be in a position now where I can never say it's a dream come true because I suppose back then we never dreamed that it would be an opportunity that we'd have but it's so incredible that we do have that now and it's just a really special time. But,
0: you're generally a very active person. I, I am, know from yeah. talking to Mark and hearing you on The Breakfast Show, Irish dancing yes. and lots of other things, right?
1: Yes, I did give up the Irish dancing further the rugby. I've, I probably didn't go down too well, but I'm very lucky. I do have very supportive family and I'm um, very supportive dance teachers who've just kind of really embraced that change that I wanted. I suppose it's just something that I've really wanted for so long that I've never had the opportunity to do for um, myself to be able to play with a local club because, as you know, like local clubs, there's something just so special about it and it's just... It's, it's really based on community and family and it's just so incredible to be able to have that and be able to play for that. But for you, it was
0: a big decision, wasn't it? I it mean, was, you're yes. not an average Irish dancer. No,
1: no I have broken nine votes. I, I, I won't lie. So I suppose when you look at a sport like rugby, you kind of say to yourself, why in the name of God would you do that? But I suppose I just see like the incredible work that's been done behind the scenes in the club. And
0: I want to be clear now, you yeah. broke the bones playing rugby.
1: I, Irish dancing. Irish dancing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was at
0: a very competitive level then. It
1: was absolutely. I mean, I danced in the world just two years ago and I, I went from that, I suppose, I just, when, when you train so hard for something and you work so hard for so long at such a high level, um, I suppose for me, like, not that the fun went out of it, but it, it's an, it's an individual sport. It's a lonely sport. And I just find like when I had the opportunity to kind of have a team and go with a team sport, I'd never done it before. So I just said, look, it might be something that.
0: And do you remember a moment when you decided to make the switch?
1: Um, a couple of years ago, when I was starting college, there was, um, a women's UL rugby team. And I said, that, God, that would be great. Cause again, like I've been involved in rugby for so long, but never had the opportunity to play. And obviously at the time I wasn't actually really allowed because I was breaking so many bones dancing. the t- uh, the lecturers were kind of saying, why in the name of God would you do that? And then I suppose in May, when it kind of came about that we were going to try to do a, give it a try four week session to see if we could get a women's team going, I said, this is incredible. You know, it's just the perfect time. Again, just to be clear. So.
0: Injuries are common in Irish dance, aren't they?
1: They would be, yes. Maybe not nine broken bones, but in, in general, yes, injuries would be quite common. Maybe not the level I've had. But. And
0: what's the difference in the training? Slightly silly question, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. Between Irish dance at the very highest levels that you were participating and now rugby.
1: Um, I mean there's still that level of commitment I suppose it's different in the sense that you're not competing for yourself you know you're competing for a group of people that you train with every day and you know you're supporting one another and, but relying on each other at the same time I mean when I was in the top like competitive level I was dancing six nights a week but I mean you look at rugby like you say oh like trainings like in the summer when we were trying to set up we were training three nights a week you know there was no other team really training that much and we still we train our Wednesdays and our Fridays and you have gym and everything else on top of it but it's the same level of commitment for sure but I suppose in a different extent because you're kind of not relying on other people but supporting each other as well
0: now as you say Irish dance for you was more a solo activity Um, so what's the difference then being in the team environment in rugby oh
1: it's absolutely incredible like even going from a team that only started in May and we had our four weeks and then we kind of took a break towards the end of the summer and for a group of people that have been together so long we're literally like a family already but I think that just goes back to the club as well and the kind of ethos from the teams that we have before us because you see how close we all are and they all are and it's great to have that to kind of inspire us as well but we're just very lucky that we did get on so well and we have that kind of family relationship where we do like stand up for one another, we look out for one another and there's just something so special about that.
0: Now as I mentioned Brough has been a bastion yes. of men 's rugby, yes. particularly yeah. the likes of John the bull Hayes etc, and so sure we could mention lots of other yeah. local heroes as well but what about the women's team and how that's developed?
1: Yeah so I mean we tried in I think it was 2012 we kind of tried to set up a women's team and I suppose it didn't really play ball and then in 2014 myself we kind of started um, trying to get an underage set up going we were lucky enough that local clubs were really supportive and they kind of we played with them but we, it just never kind of kicked off and then kind of 2016-2017 the girls underage there was a under 12 blitz kind of started and just touch wood since then we've just never looked back and it's been hard though because we've had such Incredible girls underage, and then they've had to move on because we've never had a women's set up. I mean, we're looking, there's a girl on our team now who's come back to play, and she was travelling to Bantry for years to play rugby. Like, it's a, it's a long journey just to play the sport that you love. So, it's so incredible that we have the opportunity to have a women's team that we don't have to um, shy away. Those players don't have to leave and go elsewhere. You know, we have that senior set up for them now um, for the future.
0: Okay, and when was it established? Are you playing now? So,
1: playing now, yes. So, we only started in the May. We were only hoping that we'd have enough people to train for a while, but we were lucky. Enough that we had just incredible buy-in straight away, and we were lucky enough to start the league a couple of weeks ago. And it's only been a couple of be- a couple of games, but we're top of the league and unbeaten so far. So it's absolutely incredible.
0: Now, you know, people in Limerick generally should be very proud of their contribution to women's rugby. I'm thinking of Shannon Rugby Club. Yeah. I'm thinking of UL Bowes particularly, but others too. It is one of the strongholds and has been, isn't that true?
1: Absolutely and I think that's why it's so incredible that we have the opportunity to have another local rugby club in Limerick. I mean, UL Bose and Shan have been fantastic and they have been so supportive as well, but in terms of like, we're looking at our division now, it's a division two, we're the only Limerick club, I mean, we're just travelling to Cork every week and it's absolutely incredible that there is an opportunity there for people who might have always been interested in rugby but have never really known how to go about it. I mean, the majority of our team at the moment are all new women we've a range of uh, girls from 19 to 60 years of age um, and it's absolutely incredible what? Just 60 yes yes fine, she, she might give out to me she always says 45 plus fat but yeah we have um, just incredible vast um, variety of people who've uh, played ex- have experienced you know they've played before but also people who in the 40s as well have never played rugby before and just want that opportunity to be able to play a team sport and just mm-hmm. lucky to have it I suppose
0: We're chatting to Anna Leonard who's a player on the new Brough Senior Women's Rugby team and she's the PRO as well um, Now it's not that long ago when the idea of women playing no. rugby was out so uh, how how is it now
1: Oh, it's it's definitely improving, and there's definitely been more of a buy-in, I suppose, from other clubs. And you're seeing other clubs, maybe junior clubs as well, that are looking and are really trying. Like, especially in the last couple of years, I find like the monster. Obviously, the monster women have been doing incredible work as well the last couple of years, and that really helps. And they really do help all the local um, limmer clubs as well. So it's fantastic that that kind of support is there from them too. But definitely, the last couple of years, it is taken off, and I think like there isn't as much of a stigma, maybe I suppose, as there would have been a couple of years ago. Kind of saying, oh, you're looking at women's rugby and saying. God is that even really a sport compared to the men's but they've been doing such incredible work the last couple of years and it's just great that it's really kicking off the way that it is
0: Have you managed to recruit any other women?
1: A few, yes, a few. Um, I suppose it helps. Mark was great in the breakfast show too. We did talk about it quite a lot. Oh, it, and yeah. um, So it's incredible. New people every week. I mean, we had a girl come in two weeks ago and she scored a try at the weekend. Joy It's incredible. Like We're taking on new people every week. People who don't have experience, people who do, people who want to be competitive about it and people who just want fun yeah. and fitness every week.
0: Because I know, I mean, Mark, I think he runs a marathon into work and then he runs a <laughs> marathon home from the show every day. He loves his fitness as well, <laughs> yeah, doesn't he?
1: He does all right. But I know, look, it's just incredible that we have that opportunity there for people who have always been looking at women's rugby and kind of didn't know how to go about it or didn't really have the opportunity Mm. to kind of be with a local club.
0: Now, the only thing is that the national side, it went through a a fantastic period when they had amazing players, Niamh Briggs, who's done co-commentary with us here on rugby on Live 95, for example, Um, and and they beat New Zealand and did amazing things. And, And then, They went through a difficult patch, didn't they?
1: 100%, but I think that just kind of shows the support of the rugby community as well. And, you know, everyone, even if, like, the men's are doing well, I find that everyone always kind of supports each other and everyone rallies around each other just to get through. And thankfully, in the last couple of years, it it seems to have kind of worked. Something's clicked, and please God, it continues to go that way.
0: Now, somebody as competitive as you, I mean, <laughs> do you want to end up playing for Munster? Do you want to play for Ireland?
1: I'd be lucky. I'm happy out playing my club rugby at the moment. I don't know about that. You know, for me, it was just looking at a team sport and I, I just saw like our, our senior men's team last year. They got to a playoff final and for a local club to be like, Uh, To call a spade a spade you know we're coming from a lack of resources compared to other teams that might have been in their division and to see the relationship they have and the support that was there for them I I saw that last year and then when we started the women's this year I just said what an incredible opportunity to be a part of that and it's something that I never really had as an individual dancer.
0: Do you have a different type of fitness uh, as a dancer and as a rugby player?
1: To an extent, I mean, I was actually injured, Not no surprise, a couple of weeks ago and I actually went back dancing myself to improve my fitness because, like, obviously when I've danced for 16 years of my life, like, I, I just find that there's nothing like dance fitness and it really does help with all the running, I suppose, but it is different in the sense that when you're dancing, you know, you're training all year to go on stage for three minutes, whereas you've got an 80-minute long rugby pitch, so that was a huge thing to adjust to because you're so used to focusing on your three yeah. minutes.
0: And what position do you play?
1: At the moment, Ringer.
0: yes, yeah.
1: Thanks uh, like for the tries. <laughs> well, I've no try scores yet, but we'll wait and see. We'll cross our fingers.
0: <laughs> so obviously, you'd love support of any yes. kind, uh, but particularly if there are uh, women listening who'd like yes. to play.
1: hundred How- percent, and that's kind of so. We train Wednesday and Friday, um from seven o'clock. If anyone is interested, um, you can follow us. We have Instagram, Facebook, and the website as well. There's um, contact details for myself, for or any of our, yeah, for Bruff, or our managers. Um, but yeah, everybody would welcome absolutely anyone. We have people coming every week. Week. You do not need experience, and that's something I really and want. You don't to get need across. to be from Bruff. No, you absolutely do not. I mean, we've a huge it catchment helps, area. It but you don't have to be. But we have girls coming from Cork, from Tip. Like we have, it's such a large catchment area. So it's so incredible that we do have that as well.
0: All right, fantastic. Well, listen, uh, very best of luck Thank to you, so you and to the team this season. Thanks so much for telling us about it, Anna Leonard. Who, as I say, we know in many guises here at Live ninety five, <laughs> but in the specific context of being Pro for uh, Bruff RFC. Thanks. Your views, your
1: news, your Limerick Today. Limerick Today Today with Joe Nush.